Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, recognizing the value of financial advice since 1937. Putnam Investments, a world of investing. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. A lot of what Ben Bernanke says is confusing enough to begin with. Today, the Fed chairman changed things up a little bit, though, testifying to Republicans in Congress. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Progressive Insurance, helping people shop for car insurance at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and Progressive.com. Sustainability coverage is supported in part by the Candida Fund, furthering values that contribute to a healthy planet. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdal. Good to have you here on this Wednesday, everybody. It's the 9th of February today. And Ben Bernanke made another of his semi-regular schleps up to Capitol Hill this morning. It was at the invitation of the House Budget Committee, chaired for the first time by Representative Paul Ryan. If this was television, this would be where you'd see the little letter R in Wisconsin by Ryan's name, because today's hearing was a meet and greet of sorts with the new majority in the House, some of whom are none too enamored of Mr. Bernanke and his $600 billion worth of bond buying. The Fed chairman didn't back down at all, but Marketplace's Mitchell Hartman explains he did recalibrate his message ever so slightly. When the nation's top banker speaks to Congress, it's like he's on stage at a music hall, but he's singing a different tune to each section, the orchestra, the cheap seats, and the balcony. Bill Frenzel sat in the fiscal conservative section in the 80s and 90s as top-ranking Republican on the House Budget Committee. Any good Fed chairman uh, often talks in Delphic tones, and they are uh, understood differently by different people. So let's take apart one of these Bernanke-isms to see what he's saying and to whom. Even after economic and financial conditions return to normal, the federal budget will remain on an unsustainable path. That first part about economic conditions returning to normal, that's a defense of current Fed policy, keeping money cheap and plentiful. Brian Bethune at IHS Global Insight says Bernanke is signaling his resolve that the Fed will keep sustaining the recovery. Even though the Fed is more upbeat, what Bernanke is trying to say is we don't want to make the mistake of withdrawing the monetary stimulus too early. Then Bernanke turns to the fiscal hawks and sings them a tune. The federal budget will remain on an unsustainable path unless the Congress enacts significant changes in fiscal programs. That's a call out to all those new Republicans in the audience, says Frenzel. You guys got to start pulling your share of the burden, too, in the Congress to inflict some uh, fiscal sobriety. Here, Bernanke's message is to focus on long-term fiscal problems like health care spending and Social Security. I'm Mitchell Hartman for Marketplace. Picking up on that bit about the budget being on an unsustainable path, President Obama releases his budget next week. Spending is out. Austerity is in for the most part. The White House plan is said to include a provision to help states keep on paying unemployment benefits. Might be nice for now, but might be trouble down the line, as Marketplace's John Dimsdale reports. Employers pay state and federal taxes to fund unemployment benefits, but this recession, states borrowed from the federal government to come up with enough money. Now they have to pay back the loans. The Obama budget would delay those payments for two years, and after that, state governments could double the tax on employers to build up their insurance funds. Gary Bertless at the Brookings Institution says with 9% unemployment, delaying the pain is the right trade-off. It doesn't seem like a good time to increase the tax penalty on employers when they add someone to their payroll. 
The president's budget idea is similar to what the Center on Budget and Policy Priorities recommended today. The center proposes to forego state unemployment reimbursements for two years, but to gradually raise the taxes on employers to pay for unemployment insurance. The center's Iris Lav says states are in a tough spot. In this recession, they have to pay back those funds that they borrowed, and they have to prepare for the next recession so they won't just be borrowing continuously. In order to do that, somewhere, somehow, tax rates have to go up. But there's no guarantee things will be better in two years, says Gary Bertless. If the economy is still in the tank, the president who holds office then can make the same recommendation to defer for another couple of years. That would only increase federal deficits. Eventually, he says, revenues have to come in to keep unemployment benefits.